Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Morning, morning, running commentary, Parliament Hill Fields. Yes, we're in Parliament Hill on Hampstead Heath, and we're starting straight up it, which is a bold decision. But you're warmed up, though, aren't you? You've, you've been running already. I'm a little bit warmed up. I'll run. Of course, this is where I did the cross-country championships on Saturday. Just started Saturday. going straight up the hill. Was it that this was side of this hill? It was this side. It was the left oh, side you of went up the hill. We're going up the um, tarmac <laughs> path from where the cafe is. And over Already there behind me, Pollock the Hillfields Lido is a, a grassy sward. Yeah. Look at that. That's the. Sorry to stop straight away, but that is the bandstand with the BT Tower beyond it. God, look at this place. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Very nice. Very nice. Sorry, Very nice. sorry. On we go. The other thing, I don't think I explained to you. Yeah. Because it's cold today. You got your jacket. I got my popular jacket and packed it in this little red pack, and now I look like I'm in the opening titles of Baywatch. <laughs> <laughs> Slow mo action footage needed. That white post there on the right. Yeah. I'm not stopping again, but that's, that. that's where the Parliament was that Parliament Hill's named after. So there was an actual Parliament here, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't know that. Yeah, got the popular sucks. So, how far do you want to go today? It's up to you, mate. Well, completely up to you. Let's have a dog Six run. Seven. Exactly. Bit of a dog run around the park. So let's go back. Yes, yeah, so you were here. Tell us, tell us about the cross country thing. It was, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was really exciting. Yeah, I realised how soft I am as a as a sort of not soft, but you know, you get used to running on the road and it's all smooth and yeah, not really competing. Yep. And cross country was just absolute competition for like 10k up and down here. Just unrelenting. It's exactly how I remembered cross country as a kid. Fighting with strangers over tree stumps and mud. Yeah, just jumping over tree trunks and fallen bodies and people sprinting at the start and then seemingly keeping going for the rest of the course. Yeah, yeah. It was tough stuff, but I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it sounds great. Yeah, it was pretty wild. <laughs> It was pretty wild. There yeah. was a little bit of sarcasm, but either no. sounds great or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like to kind of uh, wearing spikes and all that stuff. There's a bit of gear involved. Did you wear spikes? Which is good fun, yeah. That is, that's you get very spikes. out of topper, isn't it? But that makes it feel even more... <laughs> makes it feel even more dangerous. Because everyone's sprinting around in spikes really close to yeah, each other. Yeah, they might accidentally just spike each other. Just stumble each face. And uh, I was somewhere near the back. I mean, I was probably in the last third of runners. And I just, I didn't win any how of... Many, how many runners? There was about 350. I didn't win any of my personal battles. You know, those sort of people running around you. Yeah, yeah. They all beat me. It was yeah, yeah. Well, at least I can take him. <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, it was like runners that I was faster... Then on a Tuesday for my own club kind of thing. Yeah. Just breezed past me. They had it I just down. wasn't fit enough for it. Did so you that, go that way? Yeah. 
yes, it looks good. That's very tempting. Now we've made the high ground, we'll stay up here. Kind of go along the ridge. A lot of it's the, the trees uh, towards Kenwood. The constant change of rhythm and terrain and stuff. Yep. So you never get your groove because a lot of road running is about finding your rhythm, isn't it? Do you want me yeah, to carry settling it? into it. No, you're all right. So you settle into it and you're going to keep going. And you're not really competing with other runners. You're just getting into that tempo. Thing. Yeah, that's right. Because if you do a long run, it's amazing how a mild threat to your group can really hurt. Yeah. You know, that kind of, hey, I had to change one pace there. Yes, yeah, t- totally. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why the starts of races can be quite exhausting when, with a mass race, is when you just try to find your stride pattern, literally just get into it. Yeah, yeah. And lock in. But cross country, you never get that because it. The terrain's changing. It's uphill and downhill and different tufts of grass. and like all. It's just about. last week, it's like jazz. <laughs> yes, it is. No one knows where you're going. Oh, look at this, see? <laughs> just as we said, no one knows who we're going. We got to a fork. We could go either way. We're going left. We could it, it almost... <laughs> from a Schrodinger point of view, felt like one of us would go one way and one yeah. the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't think that would have a positive effect. And what's happening in the, in the world, yeah. <laughs> and did you feel that on your uh, cross country you say you were kind of with people you knew and stuff was it like 95% male was it all what was the demographic well I mean that was because I wrote about it yesterday for Runners World and okay. I realised that was one of the things that made it different because they're all club runners everyone's in a club vest so it's got that kind of almost when you're in the same football team kind of mentality there's a kind of club thing about it yeah yeah so you're competing for your club but also it's in different categories so i was in the senior men's look at this that That's is some beautiful. serious fungal action it looks like it's come from space wow yeah that's worrying that's scaring me but it looks that's great nice. sorry so yeah no, no, so it's, yeah so it's senior men so it's all blokes yeah I found it quite unnerving. Yeah. Just loads of blokes in vests with spikes on their feet, ready to sprint sprint at the start. So, yeah, yeah. But it was good, though, it's for that reason. Really running. It's definitely 20th century running, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of... It was just like, well, all the women ran together as well. It was just sort of... I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It was really good fun. And I want to do more of it. Yeah. And try and get a bit better at it. Um... But the main that you I reckon it'd uh, be really nice of you to tap into that community. But I don't imagine many of them are out there listening to podcasts. No, I don't think they are. No. no. They're not, no. They're sort of... Keeping it pure. They're, they're sort of... They're, they're, a lot of them were really, really serious runners, you know. Look at you in front of that cops. This is beautiful, isn't Call it? Call the cops. Oh, mate. Yeah, it was worth coming out to Hy- oh, Hampstead, wasn't it? I mean... We don't often do this, do we? No, it? and... Nice to just wander around it. Bad, so it's been yeah. terrible weather this week. In fact, I got soaked on my run on Monday. Oh, yeah. Really soaked. Good run. Where did you go? Um, the uh, loop. Right. Moved up before, down. It's a triangle from my house down to the canal. Right. And then along and back up around Highbury Field and Clissold Park. Right. It is 7.00 miles on my app. That's great. Perfect for you, isn't it? And, you uh, love a seven. I love a seven. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm trained up for it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in terms of going back to uh, resetting after Yorkshire, which, well, you've felt it and trained for it, I've kind of been distracted by... You've been all Ill. kinds of things. Yeah. Um, you know, in spite of all that, my body settled in very nicely. I was averaging faster than seven and a half minute miles. Nice, nice. Without yeah. trying to. And yes, it was really good. But it started spitting, and then about halfway around, it started really raining. Yes, slow. But again, I think that helps the pace. Yeah. Because you want to stay warm, you want to get home. And so you're over your cold now, are you? Nope. No. <laughs> no, it lasts forever. <laughs> Something fun. The winter's cold. That's right. I'll be over it in March. <laughs> talk about it then. <laughs> no, and I got a brilliant uh, chap nerve in my shoulder the last couple of days as well. Really? I, I tell you, what, what? I don't think I've got worse since we started doing this. It's just hearing myself <laughs> talk about it every week. It's just coincidence. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and the chap nerve is excellent because it's really, uh, it's not very bad. So I just carry on with my day. You know, I settled down to my exercise the other. I thought I probably right. won't be able to do my press ups. Damn it, I can. So I did all those. Uh, what, so is it causing you every now and again? It just gives yeah, you a twinge. Yeah, if I'm doing stuff like I reach for something in the high cupboard. Yeah, and go ah! like that. Right, that's it. 
So now is it hurting? Because the way you're carrying your bag, it's like, it's like you're shopping in a supermarket. It's not a bag, <laughs> it's a coat. And I'm like David Hasselhoff in Baywatch. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's what you meant very to say. very Hasselhoff-esque. So where you're carrying As your bag. As opposed to an old lady cruising the... The, the baked beans I I'm a metrosexual. I'm happy with my 21st century self. Um, Men! Sound the klaxons! <laughs> it was... Because before the start, everyone was chatting. And, that, and then it got, it got ripped absolutely quiet. Yeah. For about 10 seconds before they sounded the klaxon. And then everyone legged it. It was really... Focus. It was tribal. It felt, look out, felt tribal. Did I swing my back at you just then? No, no, I was worried about this. <laughs> about you falling over. Okay, yeah, we should maybe take a different route. Route! Root. That was a root, root joke. Ah, root pun. Well, a friend of ours, M. Hallett, who is... I've cited her several times because she's someone who recently ran 100k. Wow. And still claims not to be a runner. A bit like Lisa last week. Yes. I'm not a runner. Oh, yes, you are. It was great, by the way. We've, loads of people loved her, didn't they? Yeah, thanks for all your responses. Keep in touch and... Keep in touch through Twitter, we can connect everyone up. And, uh, should we go left here? Yeah, Let's go left. And, uh, yeah, M. Hallett was saying about this run series. So they had Maverick runs. Right. 10Ks, half marathons, and marathons. Yeah. One in Snowdonia, one in the Peak District, Sounds one in fun. the Yorkshire Dales. Yeah. Very nicely. Uh, I thought of them because A, they sound great, but B, it's wonderfully uh, marketed and very 21st century. Yeah. But um, nevertheless, I still think a bit of spike and uh, true route based, you know, a bit of loneliness and long distance runner experience would help us. I think we should sign up for one of those for next year. It'd be good fun, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just want to get rid of this bloody sub three thing that only exists in my own mind. No, I think and we're then all I want to do, yeah. do loads of. It certainly exists in my mind. Yeah, but then I want to do loads of. Loads of unusual experiences. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Because I'm, I'm not bothered about getting much faster than sub three. I just want to beat it and then sort of chill. Tick know? it off. Yeah. Tick it off. And well, then I just think that's actually fine, isn't it? I mean, I think that it's quite sensible to recognise that when you have a big, uh, uh, you know, uh, what am I looking for? Like goal, a goal. bar goal like that. Aim, yeah. yeah, exactly. When you've got a big one of those. But if and when you do achieve it, you do take your foot off the gas. Yes, yeah. And that's your prerogative. Yeah. I think recognising that you're doing it rather than just noting afterwards that you did it is the healthiest thing you can do. You can't not do it. I tell you, we're so lucky to be here today. This is that plan, don't plan thing we were talking about, you know. Should you go to her and say, yeah, might as well. Kind of thinking, just because I wanted to be on the scene where your run was, but... Again, the end of autumn is incredibly gorgeous here today. Long-term listeners will remember us starting our um, pre-marathon 20 here. Right, we did. Last February, whenever it was. Before we went into run into town. Yeah. And was that the one where we, where we got lost? Don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> nice so to a, get a bit of up and down as well. Yeah, this is nice. I'm a, I'm a little bit hungover. Yeah, oh, okay, so got it was... a little um, bit of a pattern going on with it. Well, it, it was my son's 18th last week but we yeah. had his birthday meal last night he's worked out what his present was now yeah yeah he's kind of he's cracked it yeah he's cracked the code he's cracked the apple mac code <laughs> and he had a great weekend with his mates and all that but we had a sort of family meal last night yeah and that just did you go out staying went out to Papagones on Stroud Green which is brilliant his byline is it's a nicer place to stuff your face. <laughs> that's its actual... It's like a dumb meal. That's its tagline, yeah. <laughs> it's actually run by Muppets. <laughs> but it's a, uh, it's a lovely restaurant. And uh, Tuesday's also a really good night for me for telly. The Sky Atlantic Divorce, Westworld. Yeah. There's a thing called Insecure that I watch, and it's... Uh, oh, who told you about that? Yeah, it's like watching. Talking. Didn't it's watch it. And... Um, <coughs> So it's one of those sort of nights where yep. the wine can call. How about, have you been... Did you answer the call? I answered the call. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we shared three bottles. It was one of those. It was your son's 18th birthday <laughs> celebration. That's yeah. not... No, it's well, fine. I'm in the worst of both worlds situation with the drinking. Because uh, let's go right through... Yes. Off the road here, otherwise we're going to get to the actual road. Um, there's a gate there. So... Uh, Hard back, yeah, going there. Go Here he goes. Look, I've tricked him into going in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So you're... Yeah. Well, you know I took four weeks off, right? Yes. And you know I broke that... Yes. A week ago Sunday. Great. Drinking gin and vodka and wine in front of Moonstruck. Like it. Having a great time, but making me question my very existence right. the next day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that was a week and a half ago now. And uh, on Fridays, you know, I did the uh, Apollo... Yes. And in the, so we tell me about that. We need to talk after about show drinks. Oh, mate. You've got to drink after the apartment. Yeah, yeah. And it was quite good, really, because I don't really get on with beer. Originally, when I lost weight, I gave up beer. Right. And it's kind of snuck back in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I find it quite indigestible and calorific. And, but sometimes I, you really fancy a pint. I've never liked it. I've never liked You're it. You're not a lager man. Well, no, no, I tried it when I was... You know, when you try it, first try it, and I thought, this isn't very nice. Yeah. So I just didn't, never bothered with it. You never got a taste for it. No, yeah. I never developed a taste. I never drank through that. Is there a period where no one likes it, but then you drink it and you get used yeah, to it? Yeah, and it's right. an acquired taste. Right. I actually, funny enough, I'm similar in that when I was a teenager, I never touched the stuff. Right. I used to drink vodka and I never realised how dangerous that was. Yes. And then I got onto cider. Yeah. Which I love, but now, you know, it tastes like fizzy pop to me. But then... When I was in my mid to late 20s, I was trying to give up smoking. Right. Let's go in here. Yeah. And, oh, can we? Yeah, we can. Yes, we can. And uh, that way. Come on. <laughs> and um, yeah, I was on the, I was stuck in, uh, I was in Cambridge for a summer directing Shakespeare. Like it. And it was totally... What, great, what a great time of life to be yeah, in Cambridge really in the summer good. directing I mean, was, Shakespeare. Exactly, and it was very uh, school trippy, you know, everyone was uh, stuck there together. Right. And, uh, you know, couples were forged. My best man and his wife got together like it. that summer and they're Brilliant. still together now with two kids, you know. Oh, they're, mate. they're not the only ones. Go left, go up here, see if that's yeah. a path. This dog run is getting exciting. Um, so. Anyway, I settled in Cambridge that summer, pretty young, but I felt old, you know. Right. And uh, and everyone was really debauched. And I remember being in the bar and drinking my fourth strong lager. Right. And thinking, you're getting really drunk. Yeah. And I think I'd just had a cigarette. And I said to myself, you can drink. And this is like, I can, I can still hear the echo of my voice that tells you how out of it I was. Yeah. And uh, you can drink. As much as you want, as long as you don't smoke. <laughs> right, and that's when I uh, got a taste for lager. Right. But it is, you know, I was, I was pretty lardy then, and I got lardier. And, it's uh, not good for weight loss, is it? Oh, yeah. the lager. Somewhere deep in between, you know, me and my rules. Yes. I came up with the idea. In fact, I know exactly when it was. Just before I got married, I ripped out the old kitchen in our old flat. Right. And this is, you know... Looking for lager one night. Yeah, couldn't find them. <laughs> yeah. ah, ah, where's my booze? Move the cabinets. Yeah, so... Um, Go on then, so you're doing... You know, I, it, basically, I'm not that person. So putting the goggles on. Right. Getting a sledgehammer out and smacking out the kitchen, the solid-built 60s kitchen worktops. Do you want to go in there? Well, why not? I mean, Let's do it. It's an open gate. Does I that mean it. we're allowed to go in? What? Yeah, we are allowed in there. That's Kenwood House grounds. And what's more, it's an invitation, isn't it? Great. The open gate. But keep right, otherwise we're going to get back to that road. Okay. Um, so, I said to myself, and I think at that stage, as ever, I was trying not to drink beer. Right. There's a couple of Peronis in the fridge. And I said... You're only allowed beer when you do something you've never done before. Okay. And, and I think that in the, in the interim, not bad, I've bent not that rule a room. bit. But I think you yeah. actually save it for something where, beer or not, you would say to yourself, wow, I've never done that before. Yeah. Then I think that's a great time to open a beer. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So, in those terms, having a pint at the Apollo, which I never played before... Was a prime example. So talk me through the, the gig at the Apollo then. That's great. Oh, that must be really exciting. It was really nice. Who was, was who was on and where were you on in the bill? I was hosting. Right, okay. It was Raw with Laughter for ZSL. That's Zoological Society of London. Right. Um, so London Zoo, basically. Yeah. But they support... They're making a point of combating the illegal wildlife trade okay. around the world. You know, so they're on the front line and this stuff... I think this tractor's coming in here, so watch out. Yeah. That's quite exciting. <laughs> All right, mate. Take a picture. 
See, he's actually got a truck full of pangolins. <laughs> no, it hasn't. But you know, you know how it is. Tigers and elephants could literally be extinct in a couple of years. Yeah. So they're fighting to stop that. Right. So it's and a pangolins. Good right. right. I didn't know what a pangolin was. It's like a samurai badger. Right. Okay. Anyway, so. What, like Kung Fu Panda type thing, sort of? Yeah, it's kind of scalier than that. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, Small. Okay. okay. No, the samurai is the costume, it's not right. the vibe. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so we've just come out onto a brilliant bit of where Hampstead Heath suddenly turns it? into a park. It's so is this sort of the back of Kenwood House? Yeah, we're like. going to come across the brilliant, there's some silver birches there with golden leaves, and it's really tasty. And we didn't get run over, which has given us a new, newfound joy of new life. Lease of life, yeah. Um... Hey, yep, there's another so, one under there just appeared. <laughs> yeah, she knows about wine, that's Yeah, she does. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so it was virtually sold out at the Apollo. Right. And uh, um, it's their fifth year, so they know what they're doing. And uh, But I like... I would never normally compare a normal gig. Yeah. Used to do it, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's nice to get that impact of a set, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's where we're at now. But on the other hand, I love it. I don't mind comparing a charity gig. Right. Because you've got more purpose. Yeah. I like, you know, as a whatever kind of presenter, it always works well if you can say, this is why we're here. Yeah. So I could walk out there and say, we're here for comedy we're here and for charity, comedy. you know. And then I get to do my jokes and introduce the raffle. Yeah. You know, and you say, oh, the raffle. But the raffle on uh, Friday night... Made uh, eight thousand pounds. Wow! Wow! You know, so awesome. No, wait, that's not true. Two and a half. It made thousands of pounds. Right. Okay. The whole night made eighty-five thousand pounds. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So you know, it's not nothing. That's great. Yeah. And equally, the best way to do that is everyone to have a good gig. So, so all I had to do, and the audience would bang up for it. The bill was incredibly strong. Yeah. So, uh, who was on? Alan Davis. Yeah. Who did my shake with laughter the other week as well. Yeah. He was great. My wife is still remembering one of his jokes and laughing at it periodically. I just catch her laughing. Sign of a good comment, yeah. That bit. So that's good. Slow release. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ashling B. He's on really good form, I hear. Yeah, she's great. She came dressed as a lion. Nice. And then the audience went, yeah. And she was like, oh, that was my big thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which is fantastic. Um, Kevin Eldon. Very funny stand-up. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. And also, it's nice because nice to see him doing stand-up because I think we know him best as a... uh, Character actor. Yes, yeah. But he's so good as a stand-up, isn't he? He's a brilliant stand-up. Got lovely stand-up. Yeah. And that was fun. He did a bit of musical comedy, though, so... Right. I resented him for that. Yes. Yeah, there's no need for that. Yeah, no need for that. He's just cheating, isn't he, essentially? And uh, and then uh, that was the break. Right. At the beginning of the break, guy in the front row told me my flies are under. Like it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of banter. Yep. Bit of chat. Yeah, good to know. Yeah. Useful info. Yeah. There's Kenwood House at the end of this, row of trees. Very nice. Get me singing the music from Notting Hill. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Anna Scott leans against the fence and bad mouths Luke yes, Grant. Yes, yes. Just down there. <coughs> um, Sean Walsh. Very funny you, comic. You, we've worked, you went to see his show in the summer, didn't you? Yeah, I've worked with him. Yeah, he's very Just funny. excellent stuff. Really yeah. Good. Very strong. Then a brilliant moment where he did this stuff about... I, I started the second half with the coffee song. Yeah. Look, let's get me and you in front of the camera. Yeah, that's beautiful, yeah. Um... Let's come over here. Look. Let's do this thing right now. Right? That is us in front of Kenwood House. And then down across the hill there. We're looking that's at where that. she was talking about the actor. Yeah, that's off, right. Off mic sort of thing, yeah. That's it. And that bridge over there on the left through the trees is fake. Fake bridge. Is it really? Yep. Um, oh, look, Christmas shop. <laughs> it's all started. Yeah. So the moment with Sean Walsh and the coffee and the... Oh, water. yeah, he had a look. His last bit was excellent stuff about desserts and the cheese board. Yes. And yes. I'd open the second half with my coffee song. Yes. Because, you know... Yeah, because it's I hilarious. I like to throw in some sing-songs. Of course, yeah. And uh, anyway, I'd also said to the sound guy in the sound check, I could drop something in at any time. Don't mute my guitar right. at any point. And I came on and said... 
talking of dessert and cheese board, another thing you have at the end of a Coffee. meal is... <laughs> yeah, but it went like this. Because he turned it off. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> so oh. instead of jumping in with a great coffee. Oh. But then it was fantastic. Because uh, I had to go at the sound man and everyone enjoyed the coffee. And good, good. It got to, ended up being funnier than it would have been in the first place. Really? It was a lovely yeah. gig. And I got to get the guitar out and play some classic rock riffs. Who closed it? Imran Yusuf was on second last and then Dara Habrian Right, okay. It and rocked it up. And it was just great. You know, it's just exactly what those gigs should be. So, uh, I mean, I think that the worst thing about those gigs is that if you can get a whiff of them, then it's better to go to one of those and see someone's talk show. Yes. You get loads of great comics instead of just the one. But it was a lovely experience. And then afterwards you thought, I haven't done this before. Yeah. I'll have a beer. And I only had two pints and then stopped, which is the real trick, I think. Yeah. Oh, so that is the TARDIS trick, isn't it? I'm sorry about stopping. No, I don't mind you stopping. This blooming camera just won't work for me when I'm running at the moment. Some kind of winter thumbs action. Look at that. Should we go that way? Yeah. Do it. Do, do it. it. Do it. Do it. So were you gigging it the weekend? I'm trying to think. I obviously... Oh, mate, keep, keep bumping into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, His route's better than us as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, had a, I had a weird... I did the banana and I had this weird corporate on Thursday morning. Oh, Birmingham. that's right. It was all fine. They're all nice gigs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was all nice gigs. Well, it was quite, quite nice to do the gigs on Saturday, having done the cross-country in the afternoon, because you're so tired. Yeah. You just really relax for the gigs. That's right. I think so, that often you would rather run on the day when you haven't got a gig. Yeah. It's only the other way around. I like to run if I'm doing a gig. Right. My sort of quintessential day of the week is Friday. Go and get a run in and then go and do a weekend's gigs, you know. Yeah. You can make it, if you get a nice run in. It can Friday set you morning, up for it, yeah. You can go out and do like half a dozen gigs. Yeah. And between then and Sunday, it's wonderful. Here, look. You go ahead and get a picture of me doing the beginning of Baywatch. Yes. It's the perfect opportunity. Let me do it. If I read thing, get the camera. So what do I press? The picture of the camera. I'll run in slow motion. Right. Ready? Here I come. Okay, here we go. Is this recording? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if... um, Check out whether that was recording, because I really want to get that. I just pressed that. Yeah, you... you, No, but it's it's just, can we not get a film though? Yeah, well, maybe, maybe we could, but let's not. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I don't like pushing the comparison with the half too much because he's got. He might get intimidated. His torso is like a cereal packet, you know, like a giant, yeah, like an out, outsized box of cornflakes. So be, is mine. You might get, uh, might get legal on your ass before you know it. Start suing. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. so this week I'm back. This week I'm doing the comedy store London. So lovely, loads of gigs there. That's the weekend of half a dozen gigs I was talking about. Yes, it Always is. Yes, that, yeah, definitely. Are you splitting it? Are you cutting it with somewhere else? I'm doing Chiswick headliners and Windsor. Oh, as well, that's nice so, too. So it's sort of it's it's quite busy. Bit of distance out to Windsor. Yeah, but all nice gigs. Yeah, very nice. Perfectly nice. nice yeah. well, I would say, listeners. You should go and see Paul this weekend, but he'll be done by the time you hear this. Bad yeah. luck. <laughs> Catch him next Missed time. Missed it. Missed it. <laughs> I'm, uh, and where are you at? Ah, good question. Oh, I'm going to Brecon. Right. Swindon. No, that's next week. Bristol. All right. Brecon. And then I've got the... Guess what I've got on Saturday? What are you doing? Night off. Really? Yeah. What's happening there? It's my birthday. Oh, of course. Well, I thought, isn't your birthday tomorrow? No, it's on Monday. Right, okay. But I had a gig in... Oh, change your mind. We're going this right. way. I had a gig in on uh, uh, Saturday in Lincoln, and it got cancelled. They got the dates wrong. Nice. And when I said, oh, actually, it turns out the Saturday before my birthday, I'm free, my family said, why not just take it off? Yeah. And Makes after sense. just a couple of weeks of guilt, I accepted that that's what was going to happen. And so what are you going to do? Um, watch Strip Come Dancing. I tell Play you some what, games. It's so nice. People who don't work at weekends won't realise this. And we, we're aware that on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, we don't have to get up to get to work. Yeah. We're aware how lucky we are. But the flip side of it is, 
Especially as you get a bit older. Yep. And your kids get a certain age. That's right. You don't want to leave the house on a Saturday night. That's right. You want to just stay in and watch Strictly and have a meal and chill out. Yeah, exactly. Goof around. So that'll be perfect. It's lovely, that nesting thing, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I it's loved it. I really enjoyed being younger and just following the fun wherever it went. But it's even more fun. And if you're young and listening to this, I promise you it's true. When you think, oh, I wish I could stay in. Yeah. That is not a sad thought. Oh, it's amazing. It's a great moment. I love it. I absolutely love yeah. staying in. And also, I suppose, because we've chosen to stay out as a life. Yeah, we're out so all, all the time. I mean, you'll, that'll be... I mean, how many Saturday nights off will you have in the year? Probably three at the yeah. most. Exactly. So, and the fact it's, it's kind of falling into place. See, if I'd planned occurrence. it, yeah. it would it would still be. I'd be planning a big deal. It would be stressful. So yeah. the fact that it's actually a it's just happened yeah. kicking back type deal. Yeah, is going to be really special. I've got that Friday off when we do the Chan Rayworth run. Yeah, yeah. Good I thought. Just chill out. Yeah, we've got some more great. Um, we've got some guests coming up. I guess we're going to yeah. run with the comedian and DJ Tom Price. He's on Magic FM. That's right. He's good fun, isn't that he? Way, way. Um, good fun, Susie decent runner. Yeah. Sophie Ray was quite big news, actually. She's yeah. a big, big runner. She? She's big news. She loves it. Read Literally it. big news, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's great. She, uh, she's going ultras. and. Yeah, I don't know awesome. if you read it. We retweeted uh, Susie Chan's... Uh, New York Marathon where she was she had the norovirus like literally hours before the start she was still ill <laughs> she's basically still ill oh, she went on with it this way and they, last time we went past this pond sorry changed the subject this pond was empty they refilled it do you remember that? I do remember they it, yeah. fixed it that's nice it looks great sparkling Beautiful. I think that guy might even be throwing skimmers yeah. no wait he's fiddling with the skimmers don't look too hard <laughs> We're not at that, that part of the park. Paul in the pond. Look at that. Gorgeous. Very nice. There goes our mate up the other side. I'd love to catch I think actually... We've got to try and catch What does it say about me that every time we see someone more than once, I think, oh, they've gone the right way. <laughs> there is no right There's way. There's no right way, Rob. <laughs> Especially in, on a dog run. <laughs> I wish you'd gone the same way as that bloke. He knows something I don't. <laughs> So Chan in New York then, she ran it while suffering. She's such a warrior, isn't she? There is that type of runner. Yeah, nothing, I mean, I've, I've nothing will stop her. Who sees a norovirus as a mild inconvenience on the eve of a marathon? No, that's right. I mean, it's, that's a real want to die, can't keep anything in your body kind of illness, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's incredible that she yeah. ran it like that. So, There's always but that yeah, Sophie Rayworth was there as well. I think that right. I haven't heard about her in New York. We'll have to ask them about them when we see them. Yeah. I think it was... Sophie, you took Susie round rather than the other way around, and yeah. that just goes to show because Susie's no slouch. No, she's not. No. Even on her uppers, so it just goes to show how strong. Um, so, and I think Sophie's done New York more than once as well, hasn't she? Yeah, she ran. Sophie Rayworth ran London. Didn't she run it with a broken shoulder last year? <laughs> Seriously, she had something yeah, wrong with her shoulder. It's like <laughs> she's, she's actually <laughs> beginning to scare me. Let's cancel. They're really, it's <laughs> going to be more like a tough mother or something <laughs> than a gentle jog yeah, through the Because I remember last time I saw her at a run was the Royal Parks. Right. And uh, and she arrived at the start having run there from her house. She like run six eight miles. miles eight miles, yeah. Right. Wow. I've started to zigzag here. I don't know how far we've right come, but I think we should head back up onto the hill. Yeah, that's cool. Before we head back. Get this modicum of figure of eight action going on. Do you want to know how far, how far do you think we've come so far? Yeah, so far, but I would say about four and a half. Well, you could be right. <laughs> Is it four and a half? Yeah, I don't know yet. That's oh, okay. <laughs> um, three. Is it? Yeah. What, just three? Yeah. Oh, wow. 3.1. Oh, okay. That'll do. Remember, you'd run a good couple before you got here. Yeah, I'd run half an hour. Well, then I should have done if you'd told me. Sorry, mate. We could, <laughs> we could always run back and I'll yeah. give you a lift back. That's true, that could work. Enjoy if you want to do that. We'll see. But, um, yeah, but it's it's nice. To, it's so interesting. It's really nice that this um, running company gives us the chance to run with other people because you get their perspective. It's obvious, yeah. but it's not something you get to do, is it? It's such a solitary in your head thing. But it's a great lesson to get someone else's run on board and see what it means to them. Yeah. Everyone's got their own way into it, haven't they? Absolutely. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Going uphill again, that's why we went a bit quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen my... Uh, these shorts are passed under the radar, haven't they? Amazing, well, yes. Quite a, I've worn them a few times now, I think. <laughs> we talked about my Baywatch float, but really, it seems to be a seaside thing. The, uh, Lovely. We've got some... Particularly with the bum bag. That, that yeah. is a look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's quite intimidating. Yeah. That, that's not the word I'd have used. <laughs> These, uh, I managed to be passing a kind of bin clearance sweatshop sale the other week and picked up these rather tropical running shorts. Look at it's quite funny cycle, when cycle, quite funny cycle when they call that shop sweatshop because it's full of things made in an actual sweatshop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it when I don't like it, but it's amusing when things own that kind of negativity. It's like the postcode lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like it sounds fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I'm doing a talking of uh, exciting gigs. Yeah, I am on. With uh, bands and comedians tonight. Oh, yeah. What's happening It's there? me and Ed Byrne. Right. And uh, a band called Haiku Saloon. Yeah. And uh, Public Service Broadcasting. It's their, their, it's their big gig. It's a fundraiser for bowel cancer. You're doing a lot of charity stuff at the moment, mate. Yeah, Where absolutely. is that? Where is that? Well, I think it's a bit like running. I think it's the season. It comes seasonally, doesn't and it? And it's yeah. nice. You know, I do. I believe in this stuff. Yeah. And ultimately... I think we talked about it before. When I was younger, he used to be very principled about charitable, charitable work and charitable giving. And I think that it was silly when people related it to their own experience. Right. Because who's to say one's worth more than another? Right. But now, as an older person, I'm like, well, whatever gets you in there. Yeah, just do what. But the circle is complete. You know, I got into charitable stuff because of my dad in Parkinson's UK. Yeah. And continues to do so. It's a great beneficial relationship for everyone but if that gets me to do all kinds Loads of, of other stuff then why not you know it's it's all worth doing and where's all that steps, where's this gig up that's at Islington Assembly Hall right. so also you know in the spirit of pure unselfishness it's right near my house yeah <laughs> it works for everyone Yay! <laughs> that's a win-win yeah this is nice where we've come now we've crossed right back through the middle of the park and passed we went between the Swimming lakes, although I think the middle one of the swimming lakes isn't the swimming lake pond, I should say. And now we're getting to actually near Hampstead rather than just Hampstead Heath. I've always wondered where they go swimming because my wife comes swimming sometimes. Well, we they? just went past the women only pond. Right. It's really good. My uh, wife and her friend were there in the summer. I tried to get in with them, but after a few hours, yeah. they let me out <laughs> of jail. Yeah. So, so this, this is, is, that, is that a swimming pond there? Oh, yeah, there's another swimming pond there. And look at that. There's a cormorant in there at the moment. No one's swimming today for some reason. Although the people swim in all weathers, don't they? They really do. That's right. It's really nice. I'm going to take a picture of that cormorant airing itself. 
So this is just... Uh, and then last time we were here, it was all being fixed up. So it's nice to see it all done. It's nice to work today. I think they're still working it, but it certainly it was basically... Like, oh, it'd be lovely on the heath. And it was a lot like being in the yeah, gravel pits sort of by the M4. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some pretty Building noisy diggers. Looked like a land. <laughs> a lot oh, of there's sp- a parakeet. Look at that parakeet. Is it actually a budgie or a parrot? Where? Is it bottom of the tree, bottom branch? Oh, what the... finally get... Bottom branch of the tree, right in front of us. Quite close. See if I can get it before it flies away. Oh, yeah. It's very green. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. oh, there's okay. another one. Wow. Yeah, they're coming out. Come on. I can't see them in the picture, but they're right there. There's yeah, a dog in there. Nurses, yeah. I think they're going to fly away. Parakeets are basically living under now. There's one. There you go. Beautiful. Oh. Whoa, whoa, oh, whoa. thanks, Whistler. <laughs> Was that the whistle that got rid of just at that moment. Just at that moment. Nice old, old lady for <laughs> Thanks, Joe. <Julie>. Lady whistling. <laughs> I had that parakeet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had it in my blood. Oh, you whistle, bitch. Um, I beg your pardon. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now there's more building going Oh, on. and a car park. <laughs> Woo. Oh, it's a car park. <laughs> um, so uh, um, that reminded me of some comedy. You know, it's always funny talking of sort of vegetarianism. Um, Spencer Brown used to have a joke. That they invented a kind of corn beast yeah. that could feel pain. <laughs> and my wife was riffing on this the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She was saying to the kids, you know, if you're going to be eating vegetarian food, you, we're going to have to make some room in the back garden so that we can breed some corns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we started... Uh, um, <laughs> my daughter was saying that Mo Farah... You know yeah. when you see him kind of running with his mates in the hills yeah. and going home to a meal of corn? Yeah. They cut out the bit where he... Uh, where he stops, goes down to the side road and quickly builds up a little hunting rifle. Yeah, 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 picks yeah. off corns yeah, in the wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> His little kind of lozenge Corn rustling, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. You wouldn't mind living in one of those houses overlooking that pond. Oh, worth a couple of quid. Oh, worth a couple yeah, of quid. they're worth a couple of quid, yeah. Oh, they look like flapstones. Says the seagull. Hampstead. We should run around Hampstead Morris. It's beautiful, actually. <laughs> we should do this, as my son would say. It's, yeah, absolutely. And I think that it, and just another eight to ten runs, two or three years, yeah. we'd know where the hell we are. Yeah. <laughs> Lost on the heath. <laughs> the running commentary. Let's go through this car park. Yeah. So, uh, just several laps of the car park. Yeah. Just adding on miles. Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah. Right, Keep your knees up. Bee. That doesn't work out of context, does it? <laughs> I had a road rage incident. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I left um, my house. Yeah. And my wife, Naomi, well, said, watch out, you know. Watch Don't out, get angry. Know. It's cold weather. It's rush hour. You know, it's rainy out there. Yeah. Take care. Uh, two minutes later, <laughs> I was driving up uh, the street with parked cars on both sides and only room for one car, you know, so you've got to oh, work, right, one of those, yeah. work with people coming the other way yeah. um, to get through. Great road rage territory. We've got to work together. Yeah. Let's cross the road. We're going to yeah. cross the road. This is the road we got to before, and we turned right and tried to avoid it, but that woman we saw, she came out of these woods. Right. And that must mean you can run into them, right? <laughs> Let's do it. Quit after the car before the lorry. Yeah. So I let one car come. Yeah. And then started on down. Yeah. Car came the other way. Right. He allowed room for me to get past him, but it was only it's a teeny tiny parking space. Right. I was okay. I wasn't cross. Yeah. And then as he stopped though and let me do it, so I was like, okay, I'll do right. this. Yeah. And. Uh, as I went to pull into this kind of parking space to get up there, yeah, um, this scooter right overtook him, yeah, and sort of wangled through the gap between us, right, risking getting knocked off by me, yeah, and driving very very selfishly, yeah. Now to be fair, this is when I was not completely calm. I reached. I was livid, but I bid the horn. I reach into my glove compartment for the revolver that I have there. <laughs> the Mo Farah's hunting rifle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got, good, I've got my eye on with the corner. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I just, oh, look at that. Tempting? I think so. Probably goes absolutely nowhere. <laughs> so go on then, you weren't in a good mood. No, it was all the right. The scooter's come. I just was not completely, I wasn't yeah. a Jedi about it. Yeah. I bid the horn. Yeah. And waved my hands at this guy. I said, what are you playing at? Yeah. 
And uh, he was livid. Well, the scooter guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got right. past me, got off his scooter, Brilliant. leaving it on its side with the engine running in the middle of the road. I quickly read the situation. Yeah. Um, picked up the iron my bar. Car door. Picked up your iron bar under the seat. That's right. You keep <laughs> characterising me as the scary one here. But my time of rage is over. Now I'm projecting. I'm projecting You're over projecting. my... What, 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 so I'd, what I'd want to do. He came back. He was going... Yeah. It's like... We, you know, and I tried... Well, actually, I was going, what are you so angry about? You know, you yeah. drove badly. Yeah. I called you on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? Just chill out. But he was really livid. He banged on my car window with both hands. Age description. Um, chunky. Right. Uh, mid-30s. Yeah. Pursuit. Right. And also, you know, wrapped up for scooting in the winter. Right. But mainly, just a very angry man. That was yeah, what yeah, I got yeah, off yeah. him. You get... Is that what you said to him? Did you say... Whoa, whoa. I'm getting a lot of anger. <laughs> I did, it was very, he kind of took my anger away. Yeah. So, ooh, okay. Now, I was a bit cross, but that guy's miffed. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you've got to be so careful. Because my wife was right. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have bibbed. I shouldn't have. No, no, but those things and those blokes, because I saw a documentary last night. It's a little bit dark, and we won't talk about it for long. It was called One Killer Punch. It was on right. Channel 4. And it was about... Stop. Wee! Oh, he went... Wee! Hey, look, there's a Buddhist going. White car, black car, you went, I didn't yeah. go. I can see a couple of mice trying to eat. And it's just... And it's just it was just about situations like that. Three little stories. Yeah. About blokes who got into silly scenarios. Yeah. And one of them punched the other and killed him. Yeah, yeah. And no one wants to kill someone. Yeah. And these guys didn't want to kill someone, but they got angry. If you'd have got out of that car, yeah, yeah. and he'd punch you or you punched him, and you're headed at the ground wrong. That's right. I'd have had to find a new partner for running commentary. Yeah, and that would have been a nightmare for you. Yeah, absolutely. And also, you know what I'm like with the tech. It's a real... <laughs> it's a, sorry, that, what's that bird? It's a green woodpecker. See it? Yes. That's oh, it's a good one, wasn't it? That's beautiful. Still, let's see if we can get a picture of yeah. Hey, woman with the yeah. whistle! <laughs> but you see, and the other thing is... You don't have to go that far. I mean, I really don't think that I would ever... I've never punched anyone, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have got out of the car. I haven't punched someone. But there was... A <laughs> for a while. You sound less convinced. <laughs> or I haven't in my adult life. <laughs> Not since I was 35. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. When does manhood begin? But there was a guy on the bus, on my, on my bus route, I think. Right. And he... There were t- teens on the bus, or people, yeah. young people anyway. Disaffected youth. Mm. And they were flicking chips. Let's go right here. Yeah. At him and his girlfriend. Ooh. He told them to stop. Yeah. And they killed him. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, ultimately, the rule is, don't get into it. Don't get into it. Because you no. don't know who you're getting into it with. No, 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 exactly, yeah. And that's, uh, that's a good one. Exactly, yeah. Because some people, it's a really good blog by uh, the head teacher at my son's new school. And uh, he was saying how they try really hard to use... It's one of the things I like to at this school is that they use discipline, but not, oh, good, they've got discipline. Right. Never hurt me when I was a lad. You know, yeah. it all comes from a place of care and love. Right. It doesn't count unless you balance it with wanting Concern, kids to yes. do well. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Know, this is, you know, and they made that very clear, and that's what we like about the school. But he was saying, and they changed the way... They, they make it very clear that it's supposed to help you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's a fence. Let's go around it. Um, so, morning, my pie. But he was saying in this blog that it's great, you know, that it really works and they really feel like they get somewhere, but there's always going to be a little contingent who just go the other way. They're just like, right. yeah. You're going to discipline me? Yeah. Discipline me. It means nothing to me. Yes. Yeah, and that's yeah. the statement I want to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his despair was, how do I reach? You know, what do you do? Yeah. How can you connect with that part yes. of yeah, yeah. society? It's tricky, isn't it? And how do you avoid confrontation? But exactly. the, good, the good thing about... Ultimately, you've got, there's almost no path you can take, which isn't essentially giving these people what they ask for. Because conflict is, is, is what, what they desire. Or to be ignored. The good thing about things that are happening globally, like Syria and Libya and stuff, is that there is a proliferation 
of uh, cheap and accessible firearms. <laughs> and just having one of those in the car, I find, gives me that confidence to approach road rage a bit more calmly. You know, that's not... If, anything, <laughs> if anything, it diffuses the road rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just take out well, the Well, look at America, you know. Just saying, what of it, mate? The right to bear arms, <laughs> in fact, that most people have got guns, is why you get so few deaths. Of course, we know the stats on that. That's how that works. Why are less deaths? Yeah. You read that Gary Young book we talked about. Uh, yes, yeah. We both yeah. experienced Gary Young's book, which details the actual lives of just a year's worth of young people who died. On one day. On was one it day. One, was one day, was it? On a given day, it's over 365 day, yeah. days. Few guns in America. It's absolutely eye-opening. Incredibly depressing reading. I never get in... I'm, I'm of a similar ilk to you. I just don't get involved yeah. in any kind of... And even if I see it happening, I don't get involved. Well, Unless someone's getting really well, harassed. Well, you joke about it, but I think I'm more... Despite your offhand ways and prison talk, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm actually, of the two of us, the one who's most likely to get in a scrap. Because... because I'm not very good at being calm. Right. I'm quite self-righteous. And... Uh, you know, you, you, it's not that you're not self-righteous, but you maintain a certain sanguinity. I'm completely unself-righteous. And ultimately, I just, I, he sounds quite self-righteous. Coin, I do the old... I do the... Uh, I always say yes to a charity gig. Yeah. I think it's the same mindset. I've got to do something. Yeah. And that mindset can get you into trouble. I'm, I do... Uh, the charity thing with me, if, if I pick up a phone yeah. and someone's selling something, or, or, or they're ringing for a charity, yeah. I always end up giving money. I'm quite Stand weak. Is this the, is this the uh, fungus? No, no, different tree. This is like one of those photos on... Uh, Go on, all the way up, you can do this it. This is like one of those photos on Facebook where someone's killed a, 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 a lion or something. It's like, just... <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. let's it. <laughs> he ran away when you said that. Just Don't worry, it. mate, he means no, you no harm. He's just kidding. Out hunting. You're trying to catch corn on the heath. Here he just is. felled myself a big bird. I just took down Cecil. Too soon for Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're going to go down here. Yeah. Back to where we started. Cool. Hard right. Right. Up to uh, Parliament Hill. Okay. The top again. And then down to Gospel Oak. And that's how this run's going to finish. Cool. How do you like that? Yeah, that sounds good. How do you like them apples? Sounds great. <laughs> It's, I'm more of a kind of just try to make people see the absurdity of losing their temper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, to think that that's your only connection with that bloke, probably, yeah. in your lives is going to be that moment. It's so yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. isn't it? And with it's conflict, so weird. It's yeah, whether it's uh, with the guy in the street or with in a, any kind of conflict, whether it's a light row with someone you love yeah. or a, a heated debate with a total stranger. Um, it's, it's not about being right, you know. It's about ending. If you try and reserve the right to be right, then that conflict is still open. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, having said that, saying agree to disagree is not really a good way out of it either. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's trying to make them laugh, isn't it? But it's, diffi- it's very difficult. Make them laugh, make them laugh. When oh. the man's hammering on the driver's window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Hello, face. Mr. Angry. Tell him a joke. <laughs> he seems like such an angry block. Make him laugh. Get your guitar out. Coffee. <laughs> He's got no room for weapons on that scooter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I uh, only come through if it's about... If it's kids or family. I've lost it a couple of times then, but... Yeah. That's... You can't really legislate for that. Well, talking of uh, discipline, my son got his first detention at school last week. Did he? Yeah. And what's more, it wasn't for forgetting his lanyard. Right. What happened? It's because someone was hassling him. Yeah. And saying... You know, just kicking at him and going at him. Right. Started kicking him, started kicking his legs. Ooh, okay. He was trying to read. It's not necessary, is well, it? my son hit him with his book. Right. And they both got detention. Yeah. And then we had to say, look, violence is never the answer. Yeah. But why don't you stick it up for yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit of a... You know, there is not a complicated line, but it's a, a nuanced line, because we were... No, you, you've got to be able to stick it up for yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, that was last week, and then on Monday, if we got the lock for his uh, scooter, right. got nicked. Oh, exciting times. 
Yeah. But we were saying just that just what happens, you know. It is, yeah. If you if you ever park your bike or your scooter anywhere in London without a lock, it's going to get say goodbye to it. Yeah. And it's like growing up stuff, isn't it? It's yeah. sad though, isn't it? You got to be. It's any big city, isn't it? It toughens you up a little bit. That's right. And I'd rather have it, you know. Yeah. I'd rather live that than some shiny. Uh, well, where? I mean, there's no. I suppose some little village or somewhere everyone knows each other. Or yeah, yeah. But you don't want to be in an environment where, you know, that kid needs to look at himself if he's challenged by all that reading. There's a bit of a problem there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe he was desperate for the, for the attention book. and yeah. company of my son. Yeah. Hey, yeah. didn't the oppressive of chapter yeah. three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's what What's it saying. about? <laughs> what are you reading? Yeah. Sh- tell us. The thing is, kids come up against stuff like that, don't they? And it, and it is. Sorry, look at the shard in that gap. Yeah. It's almost like a ghost. Good shard gap. Sorry, you were saying. Just kids come up against it, don't they? Yeah. People want to test them. Yeah. A secondary school, isn't it? It is more of yeah. a microcosm of real life than uh, primary school is. Yeah. A wider variety of kids, different kids, bigger kids. Different, more things going on, yeah. you know? Lots of yeah. communities within a community. So there's a chance to define yourself more, in a way. Yeah, that's right. more kids to choose from. You've got to find your own space, yeah. rather than existing within one little space. It's a, it's a big fish in a big... It's a, it's a bigger pond. It's a little. It's a little big fish. It's a big fish. He's got a pond. He's got a big book. He's quite a big fish. He's taking the fish. He got a fish. Reading a book about fish. It's a big book. It's a little fish. I think we've. He's in detention. That's it. And how did he handle detention? Well, as far as I can see, in detention. You're allowed to sit and read. Right, so that's perfect. It really wasn't that much of a problem. (laughs) (laughs) It's what he wanted to do in the first place. Oh, no. The irony. (laughs) It's a lot like when when I was very small, we were around at uh, Nanny and Grandad Deerings. Yeah. And the funny thing about that is, obviously, even though I was very small, this was the 70s, but to get an idea of Carry On, to get an idea of Nanny and Grandad Deerings, all you need to do is imagine the late Victorian era. Right. You know, they're pretty... The house is like that. Yes. And they were pretty uh, I love religious. That. Right. Anyway. Um, I love that smell of old people's houses and the cutlery and the porcelain. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of fusty-musty, but yes. in a good way. Yeah. So clean. Let's see, that's the white post of Parliament. Run past that. There we go. Come yeah. on, let's go. Let's run to Parliament. Up. He'll have a vote. Tell you what, instead of having a vote, agree to disagree. <laughs> Bit of history here. Yeah. In the making. Parliament. There you go. They've actually moaned around it so you can play golf here. I think that's why. Let's have a look at it. I'm actually quite intrigued by this. It's a jig point. So there's nothing written on it as such. I thought there was... I don't know where I got... I must have got it from a walking book. I'll look it up and I'll let you know. There you go. It's bigger than it looked from over there. Hello, mate. <laughs> no, uh, no plaque or anything. No, there's no plaque. No. All right, I'll look it up until next time. Up the hill, up the hill. So, um, uh, yeah, we were playing. We we said, can we play? I nominate. Right. <coughs> Brilliant. Do you know I nominate? No. Go on. Then. Um, you pick a subject. Right. Like uh, cars. Yeah. And everyone keeps up this rhythm. Uh, twice on the thighs, twice on the hands. So it's a. Uh, it's a lot like Queens. We were we were rock you. Yes, yeah. as a parlor game. Yeah. So hi, clapping, nominate <laughs> the yeah. names of cars. Right. And then you go around the group. It's to stop you pausing, right? So it goes. Okay. Let's do it according yeah. to the era, you know. Yeah. Capri, Corsair, Escort, Allegro. All right, Escort, right. Mr. Modern. Right. <laughs> Sharp. Morris Minor. That, that <laughs> That's it, there thing. you go. Right. Maxi. Right. And uh, anyway, so if you mess up, you have to sip a horrible drink. Right. <laughs> and it's a 70s, so we generally yeah. make a mix of old custard and bleach. Right. And uh, and have a sip of that. Anyway, you're playing this at Nanny and Grandadirings. You aren't joking about the bleach. No, it's the 70s. Right. <laughs> 
Got to drink a bit of bleach before you die. <laughs> yeah. Some white spirits. <laughs> I'm exaggerating, but I'm pretty sure there was much enough liquid in there. <laughs> oh, go on, drink. Wash the your turps. mouth up. Go and have a gargle. That's how I got my taste for meths. <laughs> yeah. But I only drink meths when I've done something I've never done before. Yeah. Which it's is a treat. <laughs> the Apollo. <laughs> That's my new show, Meths at the Apollo. You've <laughs> seen Rob, he's had a right laugh. He's breathing fire in the car. <laughs> you forgot to sell that to that magpie. Morning magpie. No, I didn't. <laughs> Morning other magpie. Two for joy. Yeah, so slightly less of a group of people. Yeah. Grown-ups going, oh, let's not mix up the drink. But they let us play our nominate. Yeah. And instead of... A, and this plays into that what we're saying about not liquids not to give the kids. Yeah. Instead of making a horrible drink, they just made the punishment drink. It was either brandy or whiskey. Okay. It took us ages to work out brandy doing was losing deliberately. Seventies yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. laughs> cars. <laughs> Prius. Oh. Days Grand of the week. Purple. Granddad. Another thing, my yeah. Oh, look at that, look at that. Here you go, London. Have I a bit of that. Have some. Have it. This is exactly where your dogs in our cheese happened. Look, look, yes. me and you with that in the background. Yeah, I remember that. Hold up. Here we go. Oh, selfie it. Got London there? Yeah, there's London. And that guy. Straight down here? Yeah, cool, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> He was good at it, Grandad doing the other thing he did. Different. Oh, he used to play a lot of high nominate. <laughs> Listen, there was this no was internet. Quite trepidatious. This is it. It was good. It was good to have that. Come on, cross country. Yeah, there were no Nintendo DSs, you know what I mean? Anyway, he said <laughs> someone said months of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he was about third in. Auntie Anne, my dad's sister's fourth in. Yeah. In January. <laughs> February, <laughs> October, <laughs> yeah. and she went, oh, oh. <laughs> he took her down, <laughs> brilliant, look at this, coming down on Parliament Hill Fields, I tell you, I noticed during the cross country championships that I was much more trepidatious in terms of really running fast downhill, yeah, 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 because that fear of ankle, just ankle twisting and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just and momentum. Just get scared. You know, when I ran down that mountain in the summer, yeah. I got so into it, and then I slipped. Right. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. There's this no really stopping. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to. It's the same as being a mountain biker or a skier. If you're going to be fast at going downhill, that is the discipline, isn't it? You've got to, yes, you've got to take that risk. Down. You've got to flow down. It's kind it. of counterintuitive, really. You can't break down. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to be more prepared to break something. And there's your little... That's where Highgate Harriers are based there. On the uh, track there. Oh, is this where you come? Yeah, well, we oh, run nice. around here at the weekend. But no, I don't come here. No, I go to another track. But that's a, quite a famous track there. Oh, I see. Track. It's great. This is where we realised that my Sunday had glasses. He said, look at that, it's a London eye. Can't right. see it. You can see it. <laughs> I can't see it. But then the real time was when he... It was around this time of year because we were in the park. Yeah. Butterfield Green, you know, near me. And uh, he said, oh, look, someone riding a horse. Right. There's two people carrying Christmas tree. <laughs> Why do you have to be a heartbreaker? Yeah, it's quite nice to live. It's quite nice not being able to see things, because you see different things, don't you? Yeah. My eyesight's not very good, so sometimes I'll have a day intentionally blurred <laughs> with that lens is just for the fun of it, you know? It is interesting how it lifts you up and out, isn't it? And yeah. Conversely, when he got his first glass, it was like he'd woken up. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Wow. Hey. It's all specs in our house now. Everyone's got glasses. My wife's only for reading. I think she's quite pleased because she was the last to join Specs Club. Yeah, my wife's always looking for a. She calls them gigs. Amazes me, gigs. <laughs> why? I don't know why. <laughs> of all she people to know. Because yeah. <laughs> that's confusing. Yeah. With your job. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, but Where's mine. My gigs. I don't know. I've got a double. <laughs> Mine's in Chiswick. So this is coming out of Gospel Oak now. But when your wife gets glasses and looks at, yeah, we're just going to come down to the road here and turn right, and that's us. Yeah. Um, but just past the, the actual Lido, 
which is fantastic. It is nice at Lido, yeah. There's a Routemaster bus parked outside it today. Something to do with the Lifesavers Association. The whole thing seems fictional, frankly, but it isn't. This is a great place to swim. Slightly Orwellian. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. Anyone swimming today? No, you wouldn't, would you? Well, that is just one of the best places to swim. Get, get between it's not the best view of it through this gate down this alley through the stuff they don't want. It's pretty darn good. Yeah, when my... Uh, because neither of us had glasses when we got together, I think when either me or my wife look at each other over the top of our glasses, oh, the bus has gone. It makes the other person go, Oh, hello. <laughs> well, <laughs> hmm. Does your, does your wife do that when you look at her over your glasses? Well, I'm all lensed up now. Yeah, yeah. I'm either lenses or nothing. I quite like seeing her in glasses because there's always that moment so full of eroticism when she takes her glasses off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, Goodness see, I see. Perkins, you're Miss beautiful. I changed her name though, but you put it straight. Let <laughs> me look at her up now. Maybe I'll near the end of this. That was a really nice run, actually. It was really good. Like you say, we've come here more often. We're gonna. It's just slightly off our natural loops. We've got to make an effort to get here, haven't we? Yeah. It's a dog shop. It's the mutt hut. Because they're because they're it. Is that a bit? Would you describe that as a forced pun? Yes. Yes, I really would. Yeah. Although you can see why they've done it. Yeah, it stands as observational comedy because it links in with the L'Oreal. Right. Still doesn't make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there a hierarchy of puns? That's that's quite a big subject to get into, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we finish, but maybe that's one for next week. I think ultimately, a pun for a pun's sake that isn't any good is a terrible thing. Right. You know, like in the new adverts for a Disney film. But equally, it's quite popular these days to say, "This is me, me and you outside Gospel Oak. This is that's the end of the run." That was and nice. um, so. Yeah, I think that there's, among comedians, people quite often say, oh, I hate all puns. And I think that's a bit strong. Yeah, I think it's a bit strong, yeah. There's context, isn't there? And often, like, say you're on Twitter and you do a good pun about the news. Yeah. That's a good thing. We ran for an hour, we ran six miles. That's fair enough. Yeah, we'll that's do that. trail running. What are you going to do? We'll do that. And uh, look, stop. Actually, off the thing. Yeah, look us up. Get in touch. And on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Twitter's growing a little bit, isn't it? We're yes, growing a little bit. On yeah, Twitter. stay with us. And we still Which want we run compod on Twitter. Run compod on Twitter, and we still want. We haven't got as many marathon suggestions as we'd like, so we haven't done that yet. Uh, esoteric, not eclectic. Idiosyncratic marathon marathon tips. Training during the marathon, not the stuff What's you get from where, magazine. What, yeah, just little little. What have you found? Really helps you run a better marathon. Yeah, yeah. Speak to you soon. Thanks for coming. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
Peka, 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 